0: Worship we worship him We worship you This night when we arrived on Monday night we got in a little late and the worship was going on and when I walked in I thought hmm this is good I love a church that worships Where you lead like never before, and you lead people into his presence, and they're following you, they're going with you, but you're not performing, but you're doing what's on you to do, and that is to lead people into his glory, into his very tangible presence. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for worshiping from your heart been watching each and every one of you and your face your face tells the story and it reveals his glory as you play as you sing and church thank you for staying hooked in for following their lead and worshiping him because things happen a place where there's worship this afternoon that passage of scripture in second chronicles just rose up in me indeed it came to pass when the trumpeters and the singers the musicians and everyone singing were as one as one as one y'all are as one there's great unity in this house Y'all are as one. When they were as one to make one sound. It's not a sound here and a sound there and everybody doing their own thing. I'm telling you, there's a unity in the house and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord and when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and the cymbals and instruments of music and praise the Lord saying for the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever for the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever for the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever, for good, mercy endures forever. something happened something happened says that the house the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud so that the priest could not continue ministering because of the cloud for the glory Until everybody gets here, this is not for the sake of the latecomers. We're we're we know what we're doing. You know, I've heard them mention even several times this week the verse in Romans thirteen eleven. I like the God's Word translation. It says, "You know the times in which we are living. It's time for you to wake up. Wake up. You know when you're in a when you're sleeping, you're in a state. You don't know. You're unaware of your surroundings." But when you wake up, you are. We're in, a, we're in a time, folks, where God wants to manifest himself like never before. He wants his glory to fill. If it did it under the old covenant, how much more? How much more? He inhabits the praises of his people. That's us. woo Just think about that. He comes as a result of our worship. And I'm telling you what, prepare, prepare, prepare. Wake up and be aware that the glory of God is about to manifest in this place like never, ever before.
1: Hallelujah. Glory to God.
2: Surely as I live,
1: all the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. That's for us. That's not the next generation. I think that's whoever will tap into it. It's our time. Now's the time. This is the place. We're the people. If not now, then when? If not here, then where? If not us, then who? Hallelujah. Glory to God. One more time, we ought to lift our hands and just give him thanks. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just love you so much. Lord, we, uh, it just wouldn't be right if we didn't take time to thank you for this house. And every house represented here, every church, every ministry, every household, every business, every student, every young person, we, we're grateful, dear Father. We're grateful. In everything, give thanks. In everything. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. <laughs> Hallelujah. We give you thanks, Father. Thank you for this, this uh, meeting Thank you for this meeting. Thank you, dear Lord, that what's been done is so much farther, it's so much deeper, and it's so much higher than what we've seen. Glory to God. We look on the surface, but you've got so much more going on. You're working under the radar. And we're grateful, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you for every facet of it. Every one of us honestly says, Lord, it's just been an honor to be able to be in here. We don't take it lightly. We don't take it lightly, Father. Hallelujah! We do realize, and we don't say it in a haughty manner, but we do realize that what you do here, and what you have done here, what you are doing here, far exceeds what's taking place in a lot of the body of Christ. And we're grateful for it, dear Father. There's such a spiritual hunger, and you respond to that. And I thank you for it, dear Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so I thank you, dear Lord, for the days ahead are bright because this is a people that'll continue to walk in the light. Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From here, things will go far and wide because this is a people in your presence they'll abide. Hallelujah. They'll worship and they'll praise and their hands they'll raise and staying in your word and doing what they've heard. So we're grateful for it, dear Father. We're so thankful to be in your family. So thankful to be joined together as one. Thank you, Father, that we've been crawling and walking, but now we're about to run. So we thank you for it in Jesus' name, Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Praise God. Well, I guess you can be seated. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God. Well, to to uh, just jump right in there with what my, my wife was saying, you know, it's, you know, I was just over there thinking, you know, uh, it's good to be back. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be back. It's been, I think, it has well, been two years. It's Been two years. because wasn't, I was, wasn't here last year. So it's been two years, and and uh, you know, you come, you come back, and and uh, you know, this place took took a quantum leap in so many facets, and and uh, you know. God's getting us all ready for what He's getting ready for us. Amen. Hallelujah, glory to God. The, the meetings—it's just been rich in here. You know, as you heard, we we were able we we made it in just part way into the Monday night service, but you know, to be able to be in the the, the, the word, the Spirit—it's just been rich. It's been rich. Hallelujah! And the thing about that is, you don't you don't say, "Well, it's been rich," and you go home. It's 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 been rich, and I'm taking rich with me. Amen. You know, I'm I'm going on the. I believe God works on a saturation basis. Yeah. He just keeps getting you in further and further and deeper and deeper until you just get. You know, it's kind of like back there the, in Ezekiel when when the angel took the prophet out to the edge of the river, and uh, he he took him out and and he's standing by the edge of the river back there. Ezekiel, goodness, what's it? Forty seven. Uh, anyway, took him out there, and an, an angel took him, took him by the hand, measured out a thousand cubits, about a third of a mile. Came back, took him by the hand, and walked him out, and, and, the, and it was up to his, you know, up to his, uh, his ankles. Measured out another thousand, took him out, and it was up to his knees. Measured out another thousand, took him out, and it was up to his waist. And measured out another thousand, took him out, was out to his shoulders. What did he do? He didn't just take him out and drop him in where it was, you know, a thousand feet deep. He just he took him out there, slow, and got it, let him get used to the waters. And how to work with it and at the same time he got him saturated yeah. and he said he went out one more time and the waters were so deep you couldn't you, you, you could, all you could do is swim yeah. I believe God's he's taking us to the swimming territory yeah. we've been ankle deep knee deep yeah. we're about to go waist deep and shoulder deep. and then and when we get to that place you just take your inner tube just lean back get a good yeah. glass of iced tea and float down the river yeah. because if you look at that setting it says the river took him to the harvest of people Amen. All kinds of fishes were brought in. Kind of so fishes. anyway, Glory. hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. Glory to God. Glory to God. And, and uh, Brother Roland, where did, did I lose him? Anyway, it's coming around. Okay, I was going to say, I was going to tell him, thank you for n- not losing the language. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, um, uh, we're living in a really interesting time for all the craziness going on out there in the world system. You know, if you just flip that coin over and look what God's doing in the church world, there's some good stuff going. I mean, mean, really good stuff going. And I was sitting here thinking, you know, uh, um, um, uh, I'm linguistically challenged. (laughs) Challenged. I couldn't even get that out. Um, (laughs) You know, uh, know, I, I, I speak English pretty well. That's questionable at pretty times, well. pretty well. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, uh, uh, no, a year ago, you know, when when all of a sudden, you know, there's there's so little you could do in the nations that God really dealt with us. I was whining about it one day. I know you never whine, so don't criticize me, but, but um, <laughs> um, you know, I was... Uh, kind of a little a whining about it a little bit one day, I said, God, you know, I've got all the stuff I want to do, and, and you just can't go there anymore, you know, and I, I was not appreciating all that, and, and uh, of course, you know, if you're going to whine a little bit, you better be ready for your answer. Yeah. Now, I know, again, I know none of you have ever done any of that, but, yeah. but um, God really started dealing with us, um, you know, instead of looking at what you don't have, look at what you do have. You know, the Apostle Paul, Acts the 19th chapter, verses 11 and 12, God wrought special miracles through the hands of Paul. So that from his body were brought to the sick handkerchiefs and aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Well, when people couldn't get to where Paul was, where that tangible anointing was working, then Paul got this great, brilliant Holy Ghost idea to take pieces of cloth, lay hands on the cloth, saturate the cloth with the Holy Ghost with the anointing, and send that out to people. Yeah. And it just rolls up in me one day if Paul was alive today, he'd go on the internet. Yeah. 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 what did he do? He just found a way to get the anointing to people when they couldn't get to where he was. Yeah. And so we just start doing some things, and we, we start having a, a monthly uh, virtual Holy Ghost healing rally. Weird, okay? Sitting in there, you know, looking at lights here. Here's a camera right here sitting there and having a, having a healing service. With a, you cannot see a person other than the guy running the camera. And I thought, well, bless God, if Paul could do it with cloth, we can do it with the Internet. So, so, uh, so we started doing that. I'm, I'm going to cut this real short because um, a few months back, uh, there's a friend of ours. Um, he was born in Argentina. He moved to Chile when he's, he came to our Bible school that we had in Santiago years ago. And uh, there was a young lady that went down to help in the school. He met this young lady and married her. And they live in the States now. But it's, uh, uh, it's uh, Pablo Ruiz, who is living in Colorado right now. And um, he, um, of course, he's very fluent in Spanish. And, and we've known him for years. And In fact, we're going to see him in just a couple days now. But um, he came to one of our meetings a while back, a prayer conference we had, and afterward he said, uh, you know, he said, I know you're doing these healing services, these virtual healing services, and people are getting healed. I mean, folks were calling in. People from the East Coast were calling in, healed of COVID. We, people, it was happening instantly. He said, um, would you consider, I'm heading somewhere with this. Uh, the, I, I, the reason i said thank you for s- maintaining the language is because there's something god's doing in the spanish speaking world yeah. right now Amen. something Amen. something really big right now that I, way deeper than what we can see so you know pablo he said uh, just want you to pray about something i said what's that he said i'd like to i'd like to do that in bilingual english and spanish where we have a healing service virtual healing service but we do he says if you'll preach it i'll interpret it oh cool and uh so I said, well, let me pray about it. Well, I thought, well, that's a great idea. So long story short, uh, I got back with him, and I said, yeah, let's do it. And he said, okay, you just name the date. I'll be there. So we, we picked the date out, and he came down. And, and we went you know, live, 7 o'clock, mm, Monday night, live, English, Spanish, international, virtual healing rally. And, um, and uh, so, man, we, and we've, done, we've done three of them now. We're doing about, about every six weeks we do one of these. And the last one, not the last one, the one before that, I haven't heard about the last one. That was just, what, last week? Week and a half ago. Um, but, um, you know, we, we uh, when it all finished up, and we've got my wife sitting there with an iPad or something, taking comments people are sending in that are getting healed. And his wife is in Colorado with another one, and she's taking comments that all come in in Spanish. And so we're keeping track of everything, getting all these comments coming in. And um, people getting healed of all kinds of stuff. I mean, folks getting healed of everything. Sitting there, looking at their phone or their computer, and the anointing, just like it would with Paul's claws, God does it through the internet. And uh, Pablo, when he went back home, he got word to us that he went home, and I I don't, this is, like I said, I'm challenged with technology, too. But I don't know all the platforms they used, but he went back to all, everything he was doing. And God's given him a real voice in the Spanish-speaking world. God's opened some doors up. I had no clue. He got back home and told us they did, got to checking, and not this last one, but the one before. He said, the best they could tell, there were a little over 10,000 people that were logged on watching that around the world. He said, we had people watching and getting healed. We had people in, uh, he said, I didn't know. People spoke Spanish. He said, Italy. Um, Greece, um, Moldova, I think it is, uh, Albania. He starts naming all these countries, and people are logged on watching live in there and, and writing in, and, and people all over the world. Um, Cuba, you know, there's God's got ways of getting in, you know, and and then down into Ecuador and Chile and, and Argentina and all this. And, and I thought, thank God somebody can speak Spanish because... You know, I can't do all that myself, but boy, we teamed up on that, and we're doing that about every six weeks right now. And, and, he, and it's going all over the world. He said people speak Spanish all over the world. He said, I had no idea, and this thing's just growing exponentially. So anyway, so thanks for, thanks for maintaining the language. That's incredible. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well. Oh, my goodness, where do we go? i got uh, too many directions right here. Um, I, I'm going to start out with this. Um, we were worshiping God um, just a few minutes ago, and, 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 and we we're, were, you know, going back through Second Chronicles, you know, about when the singers and the praisers became as one, uh, singing, making and the, the, the trumpeters, and singing for the Lord's goodness, mercy endures forever. The place was filled with a cloud. So the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. And I got to thinking about that when we were worshiping. I, I got to thinking about that back in Isaiah, the sixth chapter in the first verse, when Isaiah said, In the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up, his train, train filled the temple. saw over in the throne room, and he said, I saw the seraphims flying around the throne. And each one had six wings. With two, he did cover his feet. And with two, he did cover his face. And with two, he did fly. Each one of them. And they're flying around the throne of God. And said when they start doing it. And they're they're flying around the throne of God. And they're crying out, holy, 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 holy. Imagine that. Seraphim's that their job is to fly around the throne of God and cry, "Holy, holy, 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 holy. Now, I'm not going to go through. The, the whole chapter is amazing. But, but uh, said, uh, you know, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the place was filled with a cloud. Yeah. All of a sudden, the throne room, all of a sudden, was filled with a cloud. And the doorposts began to shake. I don't know about you. I'm ready for some of those meetings. If they can have them in the throne room in heaven, we, we sure ought to be able to have them down here. That's right. yeah. Our praise and our worship, glory to God, Amen. holy, holy, uh, holy, hallelujah. holy. We just had Sunday, this last Sunday morning. I think that was the song we ended up on. And uh, I, had my, I had a direction. We got over in the throne room over there, and the direction changed. We ended up having a healing service. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, God knows it's coming. There's a fellow that hasn't been in our church. He, he, it was a, a good thing. He, he's moved to another location, and the Holy Ghost spoke to him. He had sickness in his body. The Holy Ghost spoke to him that morning, said, get up and go to World Outreach Church. And he got up there and he, he got a, amazing healing in his body. People getting healed. But um, anyway, um, I, I've been stirred about something um, for, off and on for quite a while. Just I've been stirred about, uh, uh, for our day and our time, about the ministry of angels. Okay? Been just stirred about this. And, and uh, you know, and I know there's times over the past, you know, 10, 20, 30 years, whatever, where the subject has come up and it's gotten pushed a little bit to the excess or extreme. And, and so we've had to back off a little bit. You know, people got to ignoring Jesus and worshiping angels and all that. And, and so that did happen. But, you know, um, at the same time, it's a real deal. It's a real truth. And, and I've been really stirred about this. Um, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, and, uh, you know, if you go back through um, Matthew, the 18th chapter, where Jesus said, you know, about, he said, don't offend one of these little ones. He said, because their angel is ever in heaven beholding the face of my father. Okay. And then you go over to 73rd Psalm, says over there, he said, thou will guide me with thy counsel and afterward receive me to glory. Now, I know My grandmother. She was this sweet, little, meek, quiet little lady. She was about four foot five, something like that. Seriously, she was. She was. And um, very little. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but uh, she was uh, just a, a godly little lady. And uh, she was in her 90s, and, and uh, she, she got to where they were concerned she was going to burn the house down. So she went into an assisted living kind of a place. And um, my aunt was with her. And uh, she, my, aunt went, my aunt went to see her, you know, and she said, you know, she said, uh, Barb, you know, she said, I, uh, I, I love it here. These people are so nice to me. They just keep bringing me food, you know, and they're so nice to me here. She says, but, she said, but there's been a nice young, there's been a nice young blonde-haired man standing in that corner there for three days waving at me. And she said, you know, I think I'm going to go with him. He keeps motioning for me to go. I think I'm going to go with him. And my aunt, my aunt was not really where she should be with God at the time, so she thought she's hallucinating. But within a couple hours' time, she leaned back, took, smiled, and just left. But I thought, isn't it interesting? Interesting. Angel, angels in our lives go from conception to departure. Yeah. Yeah. Everything from the moment of conception, when God assigns an angel to us, to the time we leave this place and we get to the other side, don't need him any, anymore over there. But, you know, and then there's this span of time in between. What's your life? It's just a vapor that appears for a little while, vanishes away, and there's this time in between. And I think a lot of times we haven't, we haven't stepped over into some things that God has made available for us with the activity of angels working for us. Now, now we could go, we could spend, you know, days on this. But I think there's some things, I have a stirring that we're, we're moving over into that. You know, you go back through and you, I mean, from Genesis to Revelation, you see so many cases of references to angels. But then you get to the book of Revelation talking about the end. And I think there's 50-some um, references to angels over there, which would tell me the closer we get to the end, the more we're going to see that kind of activity going on. And, I mean, we know, about, we know about, you know, the 91st Psalm. No evil shall befall thee, no plague shall come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his... Angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone, etc. So we know all that, and we could—I mean, we could go. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, after listening this morning to this wild guy in the second row over here, <laughs> and then Pastor Rusty, and some of the rest of us, I'm sure. I've always wondered if God doesn't have a video room, a media room on the other side. <laughs> Where we could go and watch all the things that didn't happen because angels took care of us. Oh, I mean, I know, I know, I know vividly. Know sometimes I, I know exactly. I could, t- I could go back to the exact spot where, um, probably, I, probably, if things wouldn't would have been a little different, I probably wouldn't be here today. Yeah. My life was this close to being over, and and an angel. I know it was an angel. No, beyond a shadow of a doubt, an angel, actually, it, 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 well, anyway, uh, saved my life. No, no, beyond a shadow of a doubt. But I remember back, you know, we could go to, we could go to so many things concerning divine protection. And I've got a stirring. Um, I've had three phrases rolling around, which is so good, you know, uh, for, for weeks now. I've had, um, uh, wake up. I think I'm in the right place for that. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. And different facets of that over in the 1 Corinthians 15th chapter where it says, uh, awake to righteousness and yeah. sin not. I think there's facets of that where God's saying, I need the church to be cleaned up a little bit.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay, wake up. And the second one now, this one I don't know if I like as well, but it's to be forewarned as to be forearmed. Wake up. The second one is buckle up. Now, I don't know about you, but, you know, some of us have done a lot of flying. And anytime time you're in one of these planes, going, you know, you're heading halfway around the world somewhere, and all of a sudden they go, light, you know, the light comes on, and they, you know, the bells ring, and they'll say, buckle up, buckle up, there's turbulence ahead. Yeah. Now, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means, but buckle up. Yeah. Buckle up. Now, I don't, know, I don't know what it means, but I'll tell you what, I don't have to know what it means. All I'm going to do is I'm going to stay buckled up. Yeah. So wake up, buckle up, and pray up. I've had those three instructions that have come to me in recent times. Wake up, buckle up, and pray up. And so I'm working on all that. But I believe there's an awful lot of things, no matter what's coming. If there is some difficult things, if, there, if there's some turbulence out ahead, okay, what if there is? I've got, I've got so much help. Amen. I got the word, I got the Holy Ghost, but then I got angels coming along, okay? He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the defense of the Almighty. I'll save the Lord. He's my refuge, he's my fortress, he's my God, in him I put my trust. Well, anyway, I'm going to work through this a little bit and then get to some other things. Um, but I, I, you know, no, I remember back, it would have been about 1978. I went with another minister, my first trip into the nations, Uh, went to, we flew uh, from Tulsa to um, New York, New York to London, overnighted, and uh, actually spent the day in London, then flew from London down to Nairobi, Kenya, and um, we had a little single-engine private plane that was going to take us from uh, Nairobi, Kenya, to Kasumu, Kenya, where we were going to spend a week doing meetings out there. And... um, we, we got in this plane. We hadn't slept in two days. And we put all of our luggage in. We got in this little you know, puddle jumper, technically, uh, Australian bush pilot. He gets us up there. And of course, we both fall asleep instantly. And, and all of a sudden, I feel the plane banking you know, to the, to the right here. And we woke up, said, what's going on? He said, there's a storm over the airport at Kasuma. I can't land there. He said, I'm going to have to take you somewhere else, drop you off. <laughs> We already had the money. So anyway, so we fell back to sleep. I have no idea how long we flew. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, don't know. But all of a sudden, we're we're descending. We're coming down in. We didn't land in an airport. We landed in a field. And we dropped down into this field and and just, you know, enough runway of something to get in there. And he turned that thing around, and he shut down the engine, and he got out, and he got us out. He got the luggage out. He took us out to this sort of a road. It's kind of like a two-lane cow path got us out there. And he said, the, the storm that was over Kasumu was coming this direction. He said, I got to get out of here. If I don't get out now, nah, I'm not going to get out of here at all. He said, I got to get out of here. He said, I'll get you to the road. He said, go out there, hitchhike, catch a ride, go into a place called Caricho, have them take you to the T hotel. When you get there, you can, find, <clears throat> you can find a taxi. The taxi will take you to Kasumu. I got to go. He gets in the plane, fires up the engine, and away he goes. We don't even know if we're still in Kenya. We don't have any idea where we are. Standing there. It was our first overseas trip, so we've got enough luggage for two years. I mean, <laughs> lined up here. And um, we're standing there, you know. And, and, and the problem was this was not a, a, a normal road. There, there, were no, there was no traffic on it. And we're looking up, and number one, it's getting dark from this direction, and there's a storm coming from this direction, and we're standing out here, haven't slept in two days, and and all of a sudden, um, you know, a car comes by. So we do this, and he he almost goes out through the field to get around us. And I'm thinking, well, that doesn't work. And uh, we finally said, you know, we probably better get in faith over this. This is not really a good situation, I don't think. So he said, oh, Lord, we need to ride. Thank you for a ride into Kasuma or Caricho, whatever Caricho is. And the next thing you know, um, all of a sudden, and, and there's, this, there's this field we just landed in. And on the other side of the field, there's just, it's, all, it's all trees, woods, forest, whatever. And I look up, and all of a sudden, here comes this gentleman walking out of the woods. You know, he looked Kenyan. He comes walking over there. He walks up to us, perfect English. He says, "May I help you?" (laughs) I'll bet you could. (laughs) And we said we need to go to Carricho to the T Hotel. He said, "Okay." So he backs up. You know, we stand there. I mean, just about that time, here's another little little mini pickup truck with a cover on the back coming down here. And he doesn't do this. He steps out in the middle. He does this, talks to the driver. Comes back around, tells us how much it cost, which is almost nothing. Gets up, ties all of our luggage on the top, helps us into the back, turns around waves and says, have a good trip. And he walks back out into the woods and disappears. And we ended up going to Caricho. And I'm telling you, while we're on the way, that storm moved in. and All I can say is a good thing we weren't standing out there in the middle of wow. a field. Wow. When we finally got to Kasumu, where uh, Brother Silas Awiti, our, our contact, wonderful man, met us, we finally got there, middle of the night, he met us the next morning. We, he said, where, my brothers, where have you been? I said, we don't know. And <laughs> he, said, uh, he said, what happened? We told him what happened. And, and the more we talked, the bigger his eyes got. He said, tell me, what it looked like where you were. We told him, he said, oh, my brothers, we've had a miracle. So what kind of miracle have we had? He said, he said where you were is not a good area. And he said, bottom line is normally, your your belongings would be found all over the countryside, but your body would never be found. He said you were in a bad area. I thought, ooh, we better pray. You know, <laughs> kind of. But but I know that was an angel, and I know I know he showed up there. I know he showed up a number of times, different forms, different situations. But, you know, I mean, when you travel a lot, you hit situations where you're going to have to have some divine protection. And there's times you know you got it and sometimes you don't know that's what's going on. But divine protection, you can go back through. I mean, you got the prophet of God at Dothan. And I love the fact, you know, his, his, his servant said, ooh, you know, we're surrounded by the Syrian army. And I love the fact he said, oh, he said those that are with us are more than those that are against us. Yeah, yeah. That's been a saving scripture for us for 43 years now. That those that are with us are more than those that are against us. Yeah. No matter where we go, no matter what comes along, we need to get this rock solid on the inside of us. Yeah. No matter what comes along in the days ahead, those that are with us are more than those that are against yeah. us. Yeah. Don't care what kind of armies of darkness want to come against us. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. But <laughs> we have our own traveling uh, army and we don't even have to get tickets for them. Amen. Yeah. They travel free. And they eat light, Uh, you know. (laughs) But um, uh, the part I wanted to get over to, um, you know, if you go back to uh, Hebrews, the first chapter, verse uh, 14, I believe it is, where it talks about angels and says, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those to be heirs of salvation? They don't just minister to us, they minister for us. And... um, I've just got a stirring that we're about to step into. This has been rolling in me for a long time now. But I believe we're about to step into some real amazing uh, angelic activity. Uh, you, the, you, you may never see one. You may never hear one. You, know, you may never even know you've encountered one. But we're going to end up with a lot of angelic activity that's uh, going to help us in a lot of ways. Um, for everything you think of. Um, I remember about, oh goodness, probably two, a little over two years ago. Another, I'm, I'm going to go a different direction from here. But about, a little over about two years ago, a um, Saturday night, I went to, to the church, our church. And, and I was inside, you know, had the lights turned down kind of low in the auditorium. I'm just walking around. Actually, there are two other guys that were there with me, two guys from the church. And we're just walking around. We're praying, praying you know, about the Sunday morning service. And um, uh, all of a sudden, I had a sense of a being in that auditorium, a good one. I knew it wasn't Jesus, okay? Uh, we've been in services where people saw him in there, and you could tell there was a presence, but that's a presence like nothing else. Yeah. I knew it wasn't Jesus, and I knew it wasn't evil. I knew it wasn't bad. There was a presence in there. And I thought, now if I go trying to look and figure out what that is, I'm going to get in the flesh and miss it anyway. Yeah. So I just kind of kept my eyes closed, and I'm just walking along praying. And I thought, there's a presence in here. And all of a sudden I knew we had the, we had the camera on the, the jib thing. It's a Boom thing over here. It was over on this side at the time. And um, all of a sudden, I knew there was a presence right over there. You know, I don't know how, you know, I didn't see anything, didn't hear any voices, you know, but I knew there was a presence over there. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I got just quiet and I heard these words on the inside I'm an angel sent from God and I'm here to uh, take care of the finances of this place. Okay. And I knew the 103rd Psalm 20th verse said his angels are mighty in strength and they hearken to the voice of his word. He he told me one other thing, but that's not necessary to go into right now. But he said, I'm I'm here. And I knew, I just had a sense when he said, I'm here. It wasn't like I'm here. It's like I'm here with my help. There's an army here to do one thing. Okay, And I thought, God sent an army down here to do one thing, and that's to take care of the finances. That was before COVID. That was before the church world got shut down. That's before the government got shut down. That's before the world got shut down. That's before all that. God just, he's the God that goes before us, shows us where to pitch our tents, fights our battles for us. So I just said, well, my God supplies all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And boy, just like that, whatever that presence was, it was gone. But I won't go into it right now, but we, um, uh, January 8th of of 2020, which was a while after that, we, uh, I was on the front row, it was a Wednesday night night service, I'm on the front row over here, we're having praise and worship, I'm getting ready to minister, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I hear on the inside, I hear one word, windfall. I thought, I kind of know what it is, but I'd have to look it up to know exactly what it is. But I thought, windfall means something good's coming that probably you may not know where it's coming from or how it's coming in, but it's a windfall. Yeah. When I said, oh, thank you, Jesus, windfall, I'm happy about that. And I thought, well, this is, I thought that's for us. And I said, Lord, thank you for that. And he said, no, that's not for you. You take it, give it to the church. So I got up and I said, I don't know what this is all about. But I said, the Holy Ghost said, there's windfall coming, windfall coming. And you know, church grabbed hold of that. It's been, well, how long is that? Going? You know, we're heading toward two years. And we're still getting reports. People are contacting us from other states that saw that on, you know, online or something. People are contacting us saying, I just got a windfall. I got money coming. I didn't know it was coming. I didn't have any idea it was coming. I'm believing God to prosper me. But got, you know, and, and boy, right after that, right after that, there's some stuff headed, came to our church. There was a windfall, the biggest windfall we've ever had in our church or ministry came in right after that, just before COVID hit, windfall hit. Hallelujah. But, but the best thing is, I, you know, I've been kind of circling around to that lately. And I've got a good witness. That angel's still out there taking care of that. Yeah, He's got a team that's just, just stirring things up and bringing windfall in. He went out to take care of the finances. So in other words, it's not just divine protection, but they, they do a lot of stuff. I had one time going through just probably the worst, one of the worst battles I've ever gone through. Man, my mind was going squirrely. I know none of you know what that's like. But my mind was going squirrely, And, and boy, I mean, it was, it was a battle. And all of a sudden, I said, there was that same a presence right over here, just a presence. And I stopped, and I said, there's, there's somebody over here. What is that? And I heard. I didn't see anything, but I heard. I'm an angel of God sent from the throne of God to garrison your mind. Yes, yes, yes. I said, Okay. I received that. Amen. Say, boy, it got better instantly, didn't it? No. But there was something I knew from that day on. I had to still apply everything like Pastor Eddie was talking about. You still got to do what you know to do. I still had to keep my mind renewed. I still had to take my stand. But, but I'm telling you, over the days to come, that whole thing kept getting better and better and better and better and better. But the best thing was. What I I heard on the inside was, I'm an angel of God sent from the throne of God to... I would look up garrison. I didn't know what garrison was. Garrison your mind. And I was sent by and gave me the name of a person. Okay? And I knew this person. Knew this person quite well. Hadn't seen him in probably a couple of years. And and I knew that their, their forte was prayer. And so... I saw him. We were at a meeting. Oh, probably six, eight, ten months later, something like that. Saw this individual at a meeting, and I, I said, uh, you know, good to see, you, et cetera. I said, have you, uh, have you, um, um, have you, been, have you been about like, you know, six, eight months ago? Were you doing some praying for me? And they said, yeah, I think I was. Well, what were you praying about? I don't know. Just kind of you on my heart. Praying in tongues. Just praying in tongues. Were you praying anything specific? Nope. No, didn't know. I wanted to go. Did you? You know, were you were you commissioning? It? No, no, uh-uh. no. I just had you in my heart and prayed in tongues. You see, there's there's two things that'll get angels working on assignments. And that's number one, prayer. Number two, speaking the word of God. Yes, yeah. They hearken to the voice of His word. And if you read Daniel, my goodness, go back to Daniel. And when when he needed some answers, he just set himself to pray, and yeah. before long, an angel would show up. Yeah. You know, Peter gets put into prison. Acts the 12th chapter. He gets put into prison. Gonna take his head off the next yeah. day. But the church went to instant and earnest prayer, and then an, excuse me, an angel shows up and busts him out of prison, gets him out of there. And so, so anyway, but the part I want to get to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through this, and we're gonna take a couple other directions. Um, angels, and this to me, this is this is the thing that just keeps we just keep bumping into, about to push over into as we learn our way through, and that's um, they're, they're highly involved in healings. Yeah. Highly involved in healings. If you go back to the, to, uh, the book of John over there, the f- uh, fifth chapter. Uh, you know Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these five porches lay a great multitude of impotent folks, blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For at a certain season an angel, an angel. Yeah. would trouble the waters. <clears throat> an angel didn't heal people. Nope. They just came from heaven. Delivery guys, They're, it's like the pizza guy. You know, it's just they, they take something from heaven and bring it down here, and then whoever stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease. Didn't matter what it was, how bad it was, how long it had been there. Diagnosis, prognosis, didn't make any difference. Didn't matter if nobody had ever been healed of it before. Didn't matter if they were twisted and bent from head to toe. Didn't make any difference. Whoever got in first was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Yeah. But an angel would bring that in. Well, if angels can bring healing in, the, and the old angels can bring healing in the new. Yeah. We were in a meeting in uh, Munich, Germany, mid-'80s. We're in, the, we're in a meeting in, in uh, Munich, Germany. A friend of ours, pastor's over there. We were doing a meeting. Uh, us, we were there, and a friend of ours went with us, another minister, and used in some really unusual ways. And um, we're doing a meeting there. And places, I would—I'd say maybe 200, 250 people, something like that. It's in a second floor of a building, um, and um, this this other fellow's ministering, and all of a sudden he he starts flowing with the Holy Ghost. He starts calling people up, ministering to them. Folks are coming up, people are getting healed in their bodies, you know, and uh, and, and he's he's on the platform. It'd be a platform be about the height of this first step right here. So he's up on the platform, and, you know, he's just flowing with the Holy Ghost. And All of a sudden, here comes a man from, from way in the back coming down the center aisle. And uh, he's an older gentleman, older relative, <laughs> more relative than it used to be. And uh, older gentleman, he's coming down that center aisle like this, only he's, remember uh, Luke 13th chapter, woman bowed over together, could in yeah. no wise lift up herself. That's what this guy looked like. Yeah. He was bowed over together like this. This is like 85. Found out he'd been that way for about 40 years. He'd not been able to stand up straight. He was, he was in Hitler's army, taken prisoner by the Soviets, went into to a Siberian prisoner war camp, and through the winters, he was the guy that they'd used to haul wood to the barracks where the other soldiers were. So all through the winters, they'd pile wood on his back, and he'd carry that wood. So, so by the time... The war was over, and these guys got released. Arthritis had set in, and, and he couldn't even stand up. So he gets out of there, but he's bowed over together, can in no wise lift up himself. So well, we're looking at him, and he's, he's coming down the center aisle, and he's bowed totally. He's having to bend his head to see where he's going like that. Totally bowed over, can't stand up, just scoots along coming down that center aisle. Now I mean, we're not having a healing line or anything. He's a middle of service. He just comes down to the front. He gets down to the front. He gets up to where this, fella, this friend of ours is ministering. He gets, arranges to kneel down, and he starts to put his hand on this guy's feet. He jumps back. He says, no, don't you do that to me. Jesus is the healer. That's not me. you get me in trouble. Interpreter, you know, translates all that. So the guy kind of backed up and, and kind of got back up on his feet, and we're all standing there. Nobody knows what to do. And all of a sudden, The whole crowd saw it. Janet and I, we're on the front row over here. We look over, and this fellow, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he starts doing this, real slow. And he gets straighter and straighter. And the straighter he got, the bigger his eyes got. And this minister friend of ours, he says, oh, look at that. Look at that. And I'm going, yeah, we're looking. We're looking. He said, look at that. Look at that. He said, there's an angel, got got him by the shoulders. He says, he's right right there, he's right behind him. He's got him by the shoulders, and he's just straightening the guy out. And I'm telling you, honestly, he not only got straightened out, but he got up on his tiptoes. I thought he was going to go airborne. I thought he was coming right off the ground. He was on his tiptoes, eyes real bright, back just as straight as could be, perfectly straight angel got him by the shoulder, straightened him out, and then disappears, and the guy turns around and walks back to the back of the auditorium, just as straight as anybody could be. Forty years bowed over together, but he came in contact with a, a, an angel. God, God sent an angel to set him free of that. Oh, we could go on and on about this. God will use angels in the realm of, of healings. Look, They don't heal. But they'll help, they'll help, they, they help us. We, we did a meeting in, in Poland a number of years back now. And uh, we're ready to minister one night, and I was getting ready in the back room back there, and the Holy Ghost said, I'm going to work through the Avenue of Angels tonight. I said, okay, you know, wh- whatever you want to do, Lord. And uh, got into the service and just had a, had a word to... Uh, You know, I said, you know, there's people having some real severe back problems if that's you come down here to the front. Well, there's just people clear across the front there. So we went ahead and started ministering to people, you know. Didn't think anything more about it, but I just sensed that same presence in there, you know. And uh, a a guy came up after the service, a guy probably, I would say, maybe late 60s, early 70s. He came up and through the interpreter, he said, "Uh, I've never been around anything like this in my life. Never been to a church service, never been to a full gospel church service, never been around anything like this. He said, I just came to this meeting. And he said, I came in here, I had tumors all up and down my spine. All these tumors up and down my spine. And he said, said at the end, he said, I stood up there, and he said, all of a sudden, he said, somebody put their hand on my back. And I turned around to see who it was, and he said, there wasn't anybody there. There was a hand on my back, but there was nobody there. And when I turned back around, he said, all of a sudden, the pain left. He said, every tumor's gone. The tumors are totally gone. He said, something touched me. And when it did, all those tumors disappeared off my back. God had his angels working in there. Glory to God. Miracles. Miracles. We're, we're going to step out of the realm of healing over into the realm of miracles. A lot of them in the creative order. Um, there, there, we're going from here to Colorado to a church. Uh, we haven't been there for a number of years now. <clears throat> but um, we used to do a conference there every uh, July. And um, a friend of ours was there. And uh, we were coming in Monday morning. He was there Sunday for the week, well, we I think it was a five day conference. He was there all, you know, first Sunday morning, Sunday night. And had a pretty good-sized platform there. Had a big uh, grand piano over on this side. And he said, um, they, they, everybody's telling us the next day when we got in. Said, amazing, amazing service last night. Said, what happened? Said, well, said the minister got up, and, and he was ministering, and he said, now, now, somebody here, you, you need a new heart. You need a, a new heart. Okay, you, can't, you just don't need heart surgery. You need a new heart. Who is that? The fellow stood up. Now see, the thing is, I, I worked there as a youth minister many years ago. And there was a guy, that, a, a man in the church that I knew that, that had passed away. And this was his brother. So I knew the background of this thing when people started telling us about it. His brother had passed away. And he was from, I think he was from Ohio. And uh, basically what happened was he came from Ohio to come out here and go by his brother's grave and say, say goodbye, but I'm going to see you soon because uh, the doctors have said they can't fix my heart. Um, you know, but there's nothing anybody can do. I need a heart transplant, and I'm not going to get one of those. So he's going to go tell his brother. He's going to go by his grave, so to speak, and say, I'll see you soon. I'm coming. Okay? He said he got out there, tried to check into their hotel. and <clears throat> He'd carry a suitcase, and he'd get up one step and have to catch his breath. and get up another step, try to catch his breath. Finally got the suitcases in. Came to the service. This is his final goodbye. He's he's leaving us. Fly away, oh glory. Well, he stood up here and the the minister said, what is it? He said, yeah, my heart's shot. I need a heart transplant. That's the only thing that can be done. Doesn't look like I'm going to get one. He said, well, come up here. Guy comes up. He goes, you're the one I'm looking for because, he said, the whole service, there's been an angel standing right behind that grand piano holding a heart. Holding a heart. And he said, I I knew that God had a heart for somebody. I'm just waiting for the right time to see what to do with it. He said, so come up here. And he went up there, and the power of God hit that guy. And he went back home that night. He ran up and down the steps, ran up and down the steps, (laughs) ran up and down the steps, came back to the service the next day. He said, I went to my brother's grave today. And he said, I came to tell you that I'd see you soon, but you're just going to have to wait. (laughs) cuz I got a brand new heart and I am going to I'm going to last a long time now, you know. It's just amazing. Um, an angel didn't heal him, but you know they they they're sent to minister for those to be heirs of salvation. You know, and we're 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 <laughs> we're headed over into a realm, a realm of the supernatural. We heard earlier about the glory of God, the manifested pres presence of God. I'll get back with you just a second here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and the miracles. And the miracles. Creative miracles. New organs where they've been uh, cut out. Organs where there's nothing left of them. Organs being replaced inside. Amazing things. Limbs grow where limbs have been taken off. Amazing miracles. We're on the edge of this. I know it as well as on... I know my own name. We're on the edge of the miraculous beyond what anybody's ever seen before. I've read the books from the 40s and 50s. I've read a whole series of books from William Branham's ministry. The miracles, the amazing things he saw. Nothing compared to what the church is going to see in really just a short time out ahead of us. Yeah, Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God. We just need to get ready for it. Keep praying and keep talking. Keep praying and keep talking. Hallelujah. do not I don't believe we control angels, but they hearken to the voice of his word. And we'll keep speaking the word. They'll keep going out and making it happen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Shoo. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I don't know what's going to take place tonight. I just had an unction to just share for a few minutes on that and see where we go from here. I didn't have any word that angels are going to be ministering in here tonight, but I wouldn't be surprised if they are. But it doesn't matter if they do or not. Jesus is still the healer. If God chooses to work that way, they can bring messages. Well, ah, yeah, but the Holy Ghost is the God. I understand that. I understand that. But angels can, God can use them as an avenue of bringing direction to believers. Oh, you'd have to give me scripture and verse for that. Well, I was sure hoping you'd ask. (laughs) What are you going to do about Cornelius? When an angel showed up, send a Joppa for a man named Peter. He'll come and tell you words. Where about you and your household can be saved? What are you going to do with Paul on board that ship, 27th chapter of the book of Acts? Been out in the storm 14 days. And uh, they're about to go under. They're going to throw the prisoners over next. They're all going to die. The apostle Paul's not going to finish his course. He steps out there and he said, wherefore, sir, in middle of the storm? Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. For an angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, stood by me this night and said the ship will go under, but everybody will be fine. Well, why didn't the Holy Ghost just tell him that? I don't know. I'm not the head of the church. Why Why did an angel, an angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, stood by me this night? My goodness. Angels can bring messages. We ought not to go looking for angels to do it. We shouldn't go looking for angels to do all this. But we need to be open to these things and realize that we're coming into the day of the big things. And coming into the day of the deeper things of the Spirit of God. The moving and flowing of the Spirit of God. And one avenue that He will use. Oftentimes, and there will be many that will see them. There will be many that will hear them. But many will experience the benefits of what, <coughs> what the presence of God will do through the ministry of angels hallelujah (laughs) glory to God and the best will be brought to pass and the greatest will be brought to pass and the miracles will be wrought hallelujah (laughs) whoa and the the body parts will be delivered organs will be replaced the church is stepping on over to a brand new grace (laughs) hallelujah well let's give him thanks (coughs) hallelujah glory to God hallelujah Praise God, praise God. Well, let me just ask you right now. I've just got a couple things stirring, and we may close at that. I don't know, but um, uh, somebody here, I I don't know, I don't know if it's an uh, injury. I don't know if it was COVID. I don't know what it was, but you, you haven't had any taste. There's been no taste. You know, uh, you haven't been able. I'm not saying you don't have any taste. I'm saying you, you can't taste. (laughs) Somebody, just wave your hand at me. You just, you, 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 your taste is gone. Okay. Oh, okay. Hold on. Don't run off. Don't run off. <laughs> well, it, our tastes
0: aren't gone, but it's totally changed. Everything tastes the same. Our smelling has been jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and
1: both of us. Same thing.
2: Well, we're going to take, take
1: take it. that. We're gonna take that. Uh, yeah, okay, just, yeah, just stand up. Just, just all three of you, just stand up. Okay? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, Now, this is weird, but just put your finger right on your own tongue. Now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command all the taste to come back. I command all the smell to come back. I command all the taste to come back. I curse that foul condition. I command it to cease and desist and disappear and dissipate, stop existing in the name of Jesus. Taste to be back. Taste to be normal. Taste to be as good as it's supposed to be. Oh, taste and see the Lord is good. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now let's just thank God with them and uh, and. uh and if somebody give them a church candy or something, where's my wife? She's always got church candy. Oh, it's Amanda. All right. It's Amanda Turner. Some, some. Oh, you got some. T- try that. Put, uh, taste it and, and and check it out. I'll say
0: this. The only thing that
1: does taste right is sweets. It's sweets. She needs some sour candies. <laughs> These some jalapenos. Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory. Hallelujah. If I'd known I was going to do that, I'd have come prepared. (laughs) Glory to God. Well, you'll see the, it's it's sweet again, right? right. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Glory to God. Well, you're going to see a major difference. You watch. You watch, you watch, you watch. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, there's somebody else you, um, yeah, a couple other things. Uh, you um, there, there's a, you have a, a lot of pain in your skeletal system, in your back primarily. I'm guessing, um, but it's because you got one leg that's short and it's throwing your whole your your system off. You, you know, you've got one leg that's shorter, and it's it causes your walk to be off, and it's it leaves you with a lot of back pain. Who is that? Did that you? Come up here just for a minute. Is that all right? Is that, is that the case? You got, got pins in your hips? Yeah. I had hip dysplasia. Yeah, yeah. Made one wrong. Made one uh-huh. So one shorter, and it leaves you with a lot of back discomfort. Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead and just sit down right there for just a minute. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Just hold, can you hold your feet right straight out there? Hallelujah. Yeah, this one's shorter. Hallelujah. Well, it was shorter. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you now. I thank you now. I command, there you go. I thank you. I command that to be out whole, healed, healthy, normal. There it is right there. Glory to God. As it looks right to me. Uh, Okay, (laughs) something's going on. Stand up here. That's all right. Now, tell me, can you tell any difference with your walk yet? Here, let's take a walk. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to make it up. I'm just asking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever you say, preacher. All right. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: How is it? It
0: was actually. It was hurting when,
1: when you were sitting down. Where's the pain right now? Nowhere. There's no pain. No. No pain. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. No more trouble with that. No. 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 <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory yeah. to God. Yes. Yeah. 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 Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Glory to God. Well, let's all stand to our feet, and we could go all night long here, but. But, uh, you know, and there, yeah, there's something else. There's a, um, you know, um, there's a, uh, there's something with with the heart. And again, I, I, I don't know, I, I don't, I didn't go to med school, okay. <laughs> but um, there's something about, uh, I, I, I don't know the name of it, somebody here I'm sure does, but there's a, something that people are having. Um, and again, it's a relation, I think, to COVID. There's, a, there's like a sack around the heart. There's a... Uh, 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 say that again. That's it. Oh, I'm getting it from everywhere. Anyway, that's it. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. And, and, and there's, I don't know anything about it. Just somebody that there's an issue with your heart has got something to do with that. Um, with, I guess it's water around the heart I guess that is, is that pretty much what that is and, and somebody's been dealing with that and it's been you've been having issues with your heart because of that if that, you wave your hand at me is that you is that, does that I mean has that been diagnosed or yeah. that's been diagnosed and you're still you, the, the issue has still been there I'm sure you believe in God yeah. you're in this church so I know you are yeah. but, but the, the, some of the symptoms are still there uh, yeah, Good, I'm glad you are. I'd, I'd, I'd be sad to think you weren't. Now, uh, whoa, there it is. Right, just lift your hands up. Now, in, there it is right there. In, in the name, oh goodness, something's happening right now. Something, it's happening. It's happening. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, all through your, uh, all through your uh, through the system, glory to God, the, the uh, circulatory system, all through there, in the name, something's going on, power of God, it's going all over you, in the name, be healed, <laughs> in the name, glory to God, hallelujah, now tell me what's going on, can you tell any difference, All is it all gone, 100% gone? Good good glory to God hallelujah glory to God I'm get, get you know get, again just get ready for for God to do some unusual things in some unusual ways you know say and not only to you but maybe through you that's the best part friend of ours he and his wife both been over in heaven for years now but I remember his his wife um, was having heart issues, One got it checked out, and they said, <clears throat> it's very dangerous, you have a blockage in your heart. And they prayed, they believed God, she had a blockage in her heart, I don't know what the prognosis was, had a blockage in her heart, but I talked to him years ago, and they said, one night, one night, one night, all of a sudden she sensed this presence, and she said, I felt a hand go down inside my chest cavity AND JUST TAKE HOLD OF my, ha- MY HEART AND ALMOST LIKE MASSAGE IT FOR A MOMENT, AND THEN DISAPPEARED, SO it WOKE UP AND THE BLOCKAGE WAS GONE, AND LIVED MANY, MANY YEARS AFTER THAT, NEVER HAD ANY MORE HEART TROUBLE. WHEN SHE DID, did GO TO HEAVEN, IT WASN'T ANY HEART ISSUES. SHE JUST STEPPED ON OVER BECAUSE SHE JUST LIVED HER LIFE OUT AND FINISHED HER COURSE. BUT AGAIN, AN ANGEL GOT TO WORKING ON ALL THAT. A HAND WENT DOWN INSIDE HER CHEST AREA AND, and TOOK CARE OF A BLOCKAGE IN HER HEART. HALLELUJAH. GLORY TO GOD. Well. Well, how, how many would like, there's, we could, we could go on and on. There's, there's lots. So once, you, once you get started in this vein, there's a lot of things that could happen. You know, Pastor Rusty, do you got anything? No? Okay. Um, how many here would say, um, I, 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 you know, this is, this is the last night of the, of the conference. Somebody, how many here would say, I'd really, before it's done, I'd really like to have hands laid on for healing. I'd like to be ministered to for healing in my body. Just wave your hands at me. Okay. If, that's you, if you just come down here to the front, I'm going to have my wife join me on one end. I'm going to go on the other end. Healing is the dinner bell for the gospel. There's a harvest. <clears throat> There's a harvest coming in. And one thing God's going to keep ringing the bell. Amen. It's the dinner bell. He rings the bell. Folks are going to come running from everywhere. It's the gospel that gets people saved. But you got to have something to get people to come hear the gospel. Healings and healings and miracles. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah. If you want to head for that way. We're going to come by. We probably won't ask you what's wrong. If we were doing the healing, we would. But we're not doing the healing, so we won't. We're going to come by. Just lay hands on you. and <clears throat> Believe God for the power of God to flow into you. Just like what went out through the Internet, just like we are going to believe God for the power of God to go in. Hallelujah. Somebody's being healed right now in the area of your thyroid. There's a thyroid issue. Being healed right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Something's not been working right there. I don't know if it's underactive or overactive. I don't know what. But your thyroid's being healed right now. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you.
2: Hallelujah. Lift your hands and just worship the Lord for a moment. We worship you, Lord. We glorify your name. Blessings and honor and glory. Blessings and honor and glory. We worship and glorify you. We exalt you, Lord God. 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 Hallelujah. Now, understand something, church. We're not unprepared for what's coming. Let me say that. We are not unprepared for what's coming. We have been preparing for a long time. And God is ready to use his church and to use his family and the earth. And listen, you're going to hear some things and see some things. I'm sure we are in the next few months and years ahead. But in the midst of it, you remember who you are, what you have, and what you can do in Christ Jesus. That you've been born onto the earth for such a time as this, and you're not here to survive it. I said, you're not here to survive it. You're here to thrive in the midst of it. You're here to thrive in the midst of it. And it might, listen, we're going to have some fights, but listen, the victory's already ours. Yeah. Amen. And listen, here's something the Lord really just ta- kind of... Uh, how can I say this? Uh, <laughs> how can I say this? Uh, the peace of God. Yes. The Bible says that it passes all understanding. You know, Pastor Mark said it'll, the Bible says it will garrison your, your mind. It'll, uh, there's so much that peace does. And that's going to be one of the great commodities of the church for us personally. You know, I think one of the great efforts of the church will be harvest and souls, amen. One of the great stories of the end time church will be the signs, the wonders, and the miracles, amen. But I tell you, the commodity of the, of the people of God's children is gonna be peace. Right in the midst, the financial thing, break it on down to nothing, that's all right. There'll be prosperity in the house of God. Throw ever stinking pandemic, epidemic you can come up with, throw it at us, go ahead. There were stripes laid on our Savior over 2,000 years ago. And in our Bible, it says in the book of Deuteronomy 28, every disease that's not written in this book, he knew what was coming. Amen. So let me pray as we close. Let me say this before we close. All of our workers here at Island Church, our praise team, Brother Roland, Miss Laura, especially Chris and Bella, all of our praise and worship leaders, our ushers, all of our people in media, uh, you know, I could go through a name, but if I miss somebody, give them a giant hand clap. Listen, hold on, hold on. Not, not just for doing it this year, but for doing it for 19 years. Amen? For doing it for 19. Let's thank God for what he's done in the last 19 years. Thank you, Lord God. We worship you, Father. We glorify you. Oh, is the Lord good? Man, it's been an awesome week. You know, more than any other conference we've had, had, this has been so preparatory for us in word and in spirit, getting getting us ready to be used, getting the church ready to be used, pulling us together, pulling the, the, the cord of unity together in the church so that God can be glorified in our midst. We can see and experience Just think of it. We're going to be the ones that get to see and experience what God's doing in these last days. It is an awesome, awesome thing to think about. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come to you and we thank you so much. Lord, for all that have been here this week, all of our wonderful guests, our friends, our family. Lord, we're so, so thankful that there is a company of people upon this earth. That know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the Heavenly Father in heaven, the all-loving, caring God sent His Son Jesus to redeem us from the curse of this world. And Father, we thank You that the peace of God that passes all understanding will be in every person's life, in their bodies, their their minds, their finances, their businesses, their jobs, their ministries, whatever it may be, Father. Father, we thank You that as we navigate these days, just as Noah was in the storm of his day the storm of this day we're in the ark built by the wood of that cross and we thank you Heavenly Father we'll rise above and ride on the tops of all the storms thank you Lord as we leave tonight each and every one is protected and blessed on their way home we claim Psalms 91 no evil befalls us no plague comes nigh our dwelling place the angels of God have charge over us we're so thankful we're so thankful So as men and women travel on the the highways, the airways, the seaways, the railways, any other way of travel or transportation, in our efforts in righteousness and all that we do, our our friends and loved ones going overseas, returning back to the different nations, Lord, that your hand of blessing and protection. We declare these nations open in Jesus' name. We say they have to open. They must open to the church. They must open to the move of God in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it, Father. Lord, as we leave tonight, we leave loving. And worshiping and glorifying you. We leave loving one another. Thank you for our church, our churches, our fellowship, our brothers and sisters in Christ. We leave as the ambassadors of Christ you have called us to be. Thanking you here at Island Church. We are covered by the blood, empowered by the word, anointed by the Holy Ghost. God bless you.